Welcome to another episode of Figuring It Out with Jen. I am so excited. This is my 23rd episode going into 2019. So I have a very interesting topic for you guys. What differences do you see with online dating versus face-to-face dating? Now, I saw this on Facebook, and I thought this was a really good topic because our generation is driven off of technology and social networking sites and the typical dating spot now is to see someone online if you guys are in the same city you hit it off you know and people even go the extra mile and do the long distance relationships now i've experienced both of these so i want to dissect both so the difference that i see between online dating versus face-to-face dating is online dating you only get to see what that person is showing online you don't get to really see their personality. You don't really get to see their flaws unless they're completely transparent on their social media. Now, everyone knows up and down, everyone is not 100% transparent. So if you're just going off of pictures and conversation, I guess you guys are FaceTiming uh, face and Skyping and doing all of those means since you're using social media, that's fine. But I'm letting you know it's totally different from you're getting to know somebody online or over the phone rather than seeing them face-to-face because you might hit it off with that person online, but once you guys finally meet up, you realize, you know, you guys' energies aren't matched together or you just don't like a certain behavior trait they do. They could be smacking gum. They could walk funny. They could dress funny, and you just are not attracted to them when you meet them in person. So that's the only downside of online dating. Um, However, you know, I met my wife online. She slid in my DMs, and we just took it from there, and we got married in a very short notice, and we've been together ever since. So love is possible finding it online. You just have to make sure you spend that time and you just know. Now, people will say, oh, well, you're a hypocrite because you and your wife didn't really know each other, and you guys eloped and all of that. Yeah, there are certain circumstances. The one thing that I knew is I knew I wanted to marry her, feeling that I got, and we got married, and you know, it's been ups and downs, but we've been stronger. Every year we get stronger, and marriage is definitely worth it in the long run. Um, now let's talk about face-to-face dating. Now with face-to-face dating, you get more quality time with that person. You get to physically be in that person's presence, and you get to see, you know, the shit that you don't see online. You get to really see. So if they're putting a facade online, you get to see the real them. So that is definitely a benefit. Also, you know what you're getting yourself into. Some people look skinny in their pictures. You see them in person, they're fat as hell. Or they're they're fat and they look actually skinny or they're thick in person. Those are the things that is a benefit. So if you are a person that's driven off of physical appearances, that is something that is critical, a part of your courting period and, and what you like, etc. So and then face to face you get to meet people's family, you get to meet their friends, you know, you need to worry about the person if they don't want you to meet their family and friends, you need to worry about what they're hiding or if they even have family and friends. There's some people they don't have their parents alive anymore or they're not close to their family that is alive currently. So you have to take that into consideration as well. But um comparing the two, I think they're both equally um good because you still are dating someone. It's not like you're just jumping into a relationship. Um, you, I mean, with online dating, you might jump in a relationship right away or, you know, say you're dating this one or claiming this person online. 
But to me, it doesn't solidify until you guys meet up and actually are interacting with each other. Um, and if it progresses, if you move in together, you guys meet family, um, and then you just go from there. You know what happens after that. Um, so to me, it it's just face-to-face is like the more original way, like our parents' way. You know, I'm in my uh, late 20s, so our parents definitely met face-to-face. It was very rare back then when the people that even could afford Internet, because Internet was not privileged to everybody. You know, you have to have money just to have access for a computer as well. Um, so they're used to having face-to-face and many people in public and going on dates like that. Now, is one better than the other? I don't think so. But I do think it is more organic when it is face-to-face opposed to if you're doing online, okay, you get to know them. You get to, if, if they're being honest, you get to see how they really are through social media. But it's totally different when meeting them in person. So if there's one better than the other, no, I think they're both equally beneficial. It just depends on the extent of your relationship and how long you've been talking to that person. So that's my take on it. And another thing that I wanted to discuss is, does taking it slow really affect relationship outcomes? Now, this is something I could definitely contest to. It is very beneficial. If you're going to be in a relationship, you need to know the ins and outs of this person. A lot of people jump into relationships and they don't really do the background work. And then once the honeymoon phase stops, then they're like, oh shit, like what the fuck? What the fuck am I in? I never saw this before. You guys need to be transparent from the beginning. And I would say like date two or date one, like I was very honest with my wife. I told my wife, look, I'm a little crazy. And if that's up to her if she wants to believe her or not, but you need to be transparent. You know, you need to say what you like, what you don't like, um, your goals. Both of you guys need to exchange what your goals are. What's your credit like? You know, how's your relationship with your family? These are very important um, questions that you need to ask. Now, it does change depending on if you're looking for a committed relationship or you're just looking to date someone. Now, those questions definitely will change, and we'll play around with that later on. But um, they will change. But I would say um, you get to know the person better when you take things slow. One thing that I wish uh, me and my wife would have done, we would have took a little bit more time um, getting to know each other opposed to just jumping into the marriage um, because we we essentially have to learn each other. And imagine trying to learn someone and you don't really know them like that. You know, we could have had an outcome where we don't really fucking like each other and it could have been a disaster and a, a mistake that we made. But luckily it hasn't been so far. Um, now, You get to know the family, you get to know how this person is, you get to see the good days, the bad days, and you guys build a genuine friendship. And the best advice I could give someone is is if you want to be in a long-term committed relationship and eventually lead to marriage, you guys need to take it slow. You need to take it slow. You need to date each other. Even when you get in a committed relationship, say you reach the two-year mark, you need to still go on dates with one another. Same thing when you when you get married. You need to constantly still date your spouse. And all of that dating and wooing does not stop just because you get married and, you know, you have the security, this person is going to be with me for the rest of my life, et cetera, et cetera, because that's why there's divorce. That's why there's separation. You just never know. And oftentimes when people get married or they get in long-term relationships, they forget to date the person that they're with and they start to lose interest. And rightfully so. Some people don't, some people do. But, I mean, just based off of what's out there in the dating world right now, that's what I see. And it's sad. All I see online is just broken people 
they're just settling for, you know, I'm just going to sleep with this person or I'm going to date multiple people because everyone is so broken and scarred. Well, you need to get over that scarredness and be vulnerable and be with someone. Everyone wants to be loved in some form or fashion. It doesn't have to be a companion. It could be an animal. It could be an activity that you do. You could probably be a humanitarian. It doesn't matter, but everyone loves to be loved in some form or fashion. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a physical human connection. Now, the reason why I said it's beneficial is when you guys go through your rough patches, which all relationships go through rough patches, you have to make sure that the person you're with, this is the person you want to go through rough patches with. People think, oh, my God, I'm in a relationship, you know, it's so beautiful, and then when they hit maybe a horrible year, they're like, fuck this shit, and they move on to the next. Well, how would you know if this relationship, if this person really wasn't the one for you, if you didn't stick it out and you didn't fight it out? Now, under certain circumstances, yeah, you need to leave the person, but... What I see now is people don't fight for their relationships and they let others go into their relationship or say, for instance, you did um, engage in another person and you're with, you were with somebody. Were the person that you were in a long-term committed relationship with or marriage, did you guys forgive each other? Did you rebuild your relationship? Those things are essentially important and I don't care what anybody says. Everyone cheats in some form of fashion. You're going to hurt your partner in some form of fashion. That's just the way humans work. You know, it could be you you cheat on them um, with work. You're a workaholic or you always put your friends first. You always put a parent first. You don't really, you put the children first. You know, those to me is all different avenues which could lead you guys to divide. But it's up to you guys if you want to put in the work and you want to make it work and to see the outcome of how beautiful your union will be. So I definitely want to encourage, stick it out. But there's certain circumstances, like if you're getting your ass beat every day or you get disrespected every day, you know, your nigga is sliding up in like three, four, five different women, definitely leave that situation because that person is not ready to settle down. And sometimes, you know, when people are like that, they don't realize what they have until it's gone. Again, that's up to you. Depends on your history. Depends on what you're willing to tolerate with. Depends on what you're willing to forgive because that's another thing. If you're going to make it work, you know, somebody step out the relationship or you stepped out of the relationship, you have to put in the energy on rebuilding y'all foundation and making it strong. Or, you know what, have a conversation. You know what, I'm not satisfied with this. Let your partner know. A lot of times people don't even let their partners know what they're lacking in, so they seek outside the relationship. And it's like, well, why the fuck would you reach outside the relationship? You didn't even ask me, like, could I step it up? Or just make sure you guys take those steps very seriously because I see this a lot on social media, and I really feel sad for people nowadays. I'll be so afraid if I got a divorce and I had to go back into the dating pool because people really aren't shit. I'm just being 100% honest. Now, the next topic I wanted to talk about is, because I know some of my listeners are the LGBTQ community, and I know I have heterosexual listeners as well. So I'm going to make this uh, question in general so everyone, doesn't matter your economic background or your social status or your sexual preference or your your gender, it doesn't matter. Um, But the question is, could a woman or a man, love a woman or a man solely for who he or she is and not for what they offer. Now, this question is basically saying, can, if you love, doesn't matter um, what your sexuality is or, you know, what you're attracted to, the person you're with, say they have a six-figure job, they have money, um, is the person willing to love that person Minus if that person doesn't have any of that. 
And I think it's absolutely possible. I think now this generation is driven off of money. You know, the girls, now everybody's talking about getting a bag and, you know, they want all these multiple cars. They want to live the fast life. They want to be uh, throwing thousands of dollars at strip clubs, etc. Um, I think it is possible, but I think it's extremely hard now because everything is driven off of money now. And um, people just don't put in the work on having a healthy relationship and being genuine on who you are getting involved with. Some people, it's just cloud chasing. Some people just are bored. So it really just depends. But I think you definitely could love someone. It doesn't matter what their social status is or their financial situation is. or It doesn't matter because love is love. Love doesn't see anything. Love is blind. You know, you could love. You could be the first person in your family to date outside of your race. And if you find somebody that's outside of your race or ethnicity, then that's you. That's you. It's your life. You should always live your life the way you want to live your life. But, yes, it definitely is possible. Do I see it happening often? I do not see it happen often. And I definitely see exchange of some form of reward, rather it's from the male or the female. So that's just my take on it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I do want to give my I See You Award out to my lovely wife. I see everything that she's doing, and I think she's doing an amazing job, and I appreciate everything that she does for our family. I know sometimes it gets tough. I know sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, she's snapping at me. But it's everything is worth it at the end. So I definitely want to shout you out, baby. I see you on all of the things that you're doing. Keep up the great work. Uh, I respect your hustle. I respect your team. And I love you. So if you guys want to be a guest on my podcast or you have any critiques for me or you want me to address any questions, please feel free to email me at gencbookings at gmail.com. I would love to hear your feedback. Uh, Make sure you subscribe. You share my podcast link. um, You like it. You leave a comment. You rate me. Um, Those are greatly appreciated. Please let me know if you want to be a part of this or you want to help sponsor the podcast. I would love to network, especially with other black uh, people in this world, all over the world. I would love to connect with you guys. So I'll leave my social media handles down in the description box as well as the email. So feel free to contact me at any time. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm here. So until then, tune in and thank you for listening.